Hello, I'm Patricia, welcoming you to the Haiku P podcast from a snowy and very chilly Switzerland. This is episode 52 of the Haiku P podcast, the last of the year, but I'm already looking forward to talking to you again in the new year with new topics and pieces of work that I really hope you'll enjoy. This week, I'm talking about another element of Japanese aesthetics, yugen, as well as bringing you work from Giddy Nielsen Sweep and Ramlaut Dinpuaya, and something from me as well. But before I continue, I've got a few bits and pieces of housekeeping for you. First of all, some of you may have had some emails from me and wondered what on earth was going on. What happened was, before I went on my little break, my email server had a wobble. And in the process of trying to fix it, an email I was working on went to everybody in the whole world that I know. So if you got it, my sincere apologies. All seems to be well with the email server now. And I had a lovely break. And perhaps I'll tell you about that in another podcast. On a brighter note, my congratulations to Roger Watson for a great run of publications. He's been published in the Haiku Society of America Anthology, Blythe Spirit, Ephemerae and the British Haiku Society Anthology and Failed Haiku. And those are just the ones I know about. What a star. Congrats too to Su Wai Hlai, Nicholas Klesansky and Isabel Caves for having their autumn poems published in Jalmura, an online journal started by the lovely Kate Alsbury. And I'm thrilled to tell you that Suwai has also been included in the Living Haiku Anthology. Brilliant Suwai! And Nicholas came third in the International Kuzumakaru Haiku Competition for 2018. Hope I said that right. And last, but definitely not least, Mark Gilbert was featured on the Haiku Foundation's Per Deum. What a thrill! Well done, Mark. Now, if I've missed any of your successes, please let me know. I know I find it inspiring to hear that your writing has been appreciated, and definitely other people are encouraged by it too. Oh, and I nearly forgot. The Haiku P podcast was listed as one of the top 30 poetry podcasts to listen to by Feedspot. Number 23, actually. Maybe it was silly to be excited by that, but I was surprised to be on it at all. Next time it's listed, maybe it'll be a little higher. And perhaps, if you have time to go to the iTunes store and give it a rating, that might help. Now, on to today's topic, Eugen. When I first started writing haiku in earnest, I was accused of using false Eugen which amused me, and frightened me a little actually, as I didn't have a clue what it was. I thought I'd better put that right, and so this is what I learned, insofar as I can grasp the concept without living in Japan and immersing myself fully in its culture. In any event, yujin is the feeling that you get when you perceive that sense of almost being able to touch that profound reality that underlies existence. Or to put it another way, it has the power to evoke rather than the ability to state directly. The principle of Eugen shows that real beauty exists when, by using only a few words, you get an idea of what has not been said or shown, and hence many inner thoughts and feelings are awakened. Or, if you'd like a really succinct definition, 
Michael Dillon Welsh gives us this one. Eugen is the mystery of the unknown. Sounds simple, doesn't it? Anyway, I listened to a YouTube talk by Alan Watts. He sees Eugen as being that feeling of being drawn out into the mysterious, looking out to sea and wondering, looking at the peak of a mountain, knowing there's something there but not knowing what it is. We don't take the journey, but it remains there, a potentiality. He suggests that if we're using Eugen in our work, we should leave the idea incomplete, allowing the imagination of our readers to play with it, but not to draw an ultimate conclusion. And he offers this example by Basho. This is all there is. The path comes to an end among the parsley. And you know what? I felt a little bit cheated by this example. Although I can see where he's coming from in lines two and three, I'm not sure that the first line doesn't contradict the idea of Eugen. What do you think? And while I was reading up on the topic, I came across this haiku from Melissa Allen, which I particularly enjoyed. Afternoon sun. In the shop window I see not me. And lastly from me, inspired by waking up to the latest snowfall, I give you this. Fresh snowfall. Its paw prints disappear behind the shed. My special guests today are Giddy Nielsen Sweep and Ramlaut Dinpuya from Australia and India, respectively. I'm happy to say they both have that Christmas connection in their work. Thank you both. First up is Giddy with a little bit of humour. First one awake on Christmas morning, the rooster. Thanks, Giddy. And now Ramlaut with something that will perhaps tug on your heartstrings. Waiting for Santa, the blind girl stares at the setting sun. Ooh, touching, isn't it? Thanks, Ramlout. And thank you to everyone who sent submissions to me and been featured this year. I've enjoyed reading everything you've sent me. Thanks, too, to everyone who's been listening and who might not yet have plucked up enough courage to send their work. Please do. Honestly, this is a safe place to share, and I look forward to hearing from you. Lastly, thank you, all of you, for coming along and listening this year. I very much appreciate it. Season 2 of the Haiku P podcast continues in the new year. The episode on January the 17th will be a special on childhood. If you'd like to submit Haiku or Senryu on that topic, you've got till January the 14th. Details on the PoetryP.com website. I know not everyone celebrates Christmas, but let me wish you, in the spirit of love and affection, the very best wishes for the Christmas season, wherever you are, and whatever you believe. Stay safe, keep writing, and please come back in January for the new season of the Haiku P podcast. Take care now. <laughs>